You're listening to the Brand Builders Lab Podcast, episode 74. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab Podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick. It is amazing to have you here. Look at you hanging out with me. I so appreciate it. And you know, I say it all the time, but I really do mean it. I do mean it. I really do value the fact that you come and you hang out with me. And I hope that the episodes that you've listened to have been helpful for you. I do want to actually do a couple of shout outs today uh, before we do dive in because you know that I always talk about the fact that when people take action, that is something I want to reward, it's something I want to shout out and it's something that I want to talk about. So Gemma Car Photography, you lady are absolutely killing it. I love it. Gemma sent me a message and it says, Suze, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I have done updates. Your podcast, your inspiration to take action is making a real difference in my life. From your instructions, I have, number one, launched a new website to reflect my brand better. Hello, brand voice. Hired a VA from virtually yours to whip my email list into shape. Sent out my first newsletter. I'm on IG stories. I've hired a copywriter to get my conversion copy happening. I've hatching an idea for an event. Uh, You introduced me to Erica. And today I spent the day filming videos of me talking about my services. Who even am I? (laughs) And you have been a big catalyst to taking this action. Thanks a million. So Gemma Car Photography Gemma, I love your updates. I love that you sent me that. And I really do appreciate it. And I think that it is awesome. Like I get so excited when you guys share with me the things that you're doing. And I just think it's incredible. So please keep them coming. I do really want to know about them. Absolutely. But I also just want to do a really big shout out to people that have left uh, reviews on Apple recently as well. So Beck, CO123, love listening to this podcast. Gives me a good pep talk and motivation to focus on growing my business. Thank you, Katie Maines. Thank you so much. Love this podcast. Suze has such an infectious energy and I love listening to her podcast every week. So many great brand and marketing tips. Uh, Tracy Dale, Brand Warrior. Suze makes my week. A voice of reason and a wealth of information. Suze is a warrior. Love it. In the brand coaching world, she lives her dreams and I love her daily boldness. Suze is 250% of walk the walk, do as I do and say. Suze Chadwick just gets it and makes the world of women in business a better place to be. Oh my goodness. And I didn't even pay them, you guys. I didn't even pay them. So 
So I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody that has left a review. It does actually really help other people to find me if I've got great reviews and I'm sitting at 41 reviews and I just want to say thanks. I also want to say to the people, the couple, I think there were two people that left a one star review. Obviously, maybe I'm just not for you and that's okay, but I hope you learned something. And uh, I hope you find podcasts that you do love. So I just wanted to give a shout out to those people too. Anyway, we are going to be diving in. Now, if you've just joined and this is the first time that you're listening to the podcast, then welcome. As I said, I'm your host, Suze Chadwick. This podcast is brought to you by The Connection Exchange. And I work with women in business to help you build a confidently bold brand, articulate a powerful message and attract clients who want what you have so you can play bigger and brand bolder. And I am so excited. Can I just tell you, oh my gosh, Brand Builders Academy is open for registrations, which I'm super excited about and I cannot wait to dive in. We're still open for registrations over the next couple of weeks um, and there's bonuses. So if you join before the 13th of September 2019, you get Video Marketing Made Easy as your bonus. There are going to be challenges and prizes happening in this round of Brand Builders Academy. There is going to be loads more, actually. I'm super excited. I'm sort of changing things up and really everything happens in BBA now. So if you want to work with me, and I've had quite a lot of people ask if they can work with me one-on-one, I don't do one-on-one anymore. So if you're wanting to really up your game, sort out your brand strategy, business strategy, gain momentum, become a marketing and sales ninja or ninjet, maybe that's the word, uh, as well as sort out pricing systems and just how you operate a bold business. There is a way to do it. Then I am going to be teaching you how to do it in this eight week live round of Brand Builders Academy. So all you have to do is head over to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash BBA or just go to the website and you'll see it there or head over to my Instagram and go to the link in bio. I would love to have you on board. This is going to be epic. And like I said, there are some pretty awesome prizes coming to those who are going to be in the course too. So that is what's happening. But today I wanted to talk to you about 10 elements to building a connected brand. Now, You know, I talk about branding all the time, but connected is the key word here. Yeah. I don't want you just to build a brand that is out there doing whatever it's doing. I want you to actually think about how you are connecting and engaging with your audience. Said it before and I'll say it again. Brand is your invitation to your audience to create an emotional connection with who you are, what you do, what you're about and how you can help them. So that's what we're going to dive into today. So let's not hang about anymore. Let's get this thing started. So why your brand strategy matters and 10 ways to build a connected brand. That's what we're talking about today. And as you know, I'm all about the branding. It's actually something that I'm super, super passionate about if you haven't worked that out yet, because 
I love the high of working with a person or having a product that I love. I'm addicted to the feeling of amazing customer service and satisfaction. I get excited when I have a real connection with another business owner that makes me just want to work with them. And that's what your brand is all about. It's the elements that invites those people around you who are for you to come and work with you. So this is something that I think is really important. And I talk about this all the time. It's it's something that's super important nowadays because the way that we buy is so different to the way we used to buy. We used to buy based on the features of a product, the benefits of a product. And nowadays the brand is so much more intangible. It is really about when I look at this and when I engage with this person, with this business, with this brand, do I feel like it's a trusted brand? Is it something that I feel would get me or the person would get me? So these are things to really start to look at. And some of the things I'm gonna share with you today, we've touched on before, some of it I don't think I've touched on. So I really hope that these are things that you can really take away and start to think about and listen to. And one of the reasons why you wanna get this right is because brands that get this right and who connect with their audience and position themselves in the right way, they can charge more. They attract more customers. They have more people talking about them. And they're the ones that come to mind first when people think of a specific type of business or a product. So today I wanna talk to you about some of the key elements around how you can think about your brand and also how to build it. Now, I obviously go into a whole lot more detail in Brand Builders Academy, but I think that even just starting to think about this can really help you to shift the way that you're showing up and the things that you're doing as well. So let's dive into the 10 key elements to consider when you're looking to really build a connected brand. Now, the first thing is what do you want to be known for? So this isn't just what you do. It's what you want people to think of when your name comes up. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I'm a photographer or I'm a copywriter or I'm a web designer or whatever it is that you do. What is it that you want to be known for? Yeah. Do you build like super amazing high performance websites and you're fun to work with and you're engaging and interactive. So I'm kind of thinking about Carly from Technobird. Are you an incredible photographer who is award-winning and who is just really fun and lovely and whatever else it is, I'm thinking of maybe Leah Ladson. You know, there are different people that when I think about them, I'm like, they are this type of person. They're known for that type of work, but it's not just about what they do. It's how they do it and it's what they put into it. And it's the impression I get when I engage with them. And there are so many people that I could name right now that I get that feeling from. Yeah, where I'm like, they're just really good at what they do. And so you have to think about what you want to be known for. And like I said, it's not just the actual thing that you do. Like it's not the job that you do. It's how you want to be known for that job. It's where you are in the pecking order and in relation to your competition as well. Yeah, so really think about what you want to be known for. I want to be known for bold branding. So yes, I'm a business coach but I don't wanna be 
I guess, put in with other business coaches. Not that that's a bad thing, but this is how I've looked at how I want to be known. I want people to know me as if you want somebody that's going to help you get bolder in what you do, how you do it, how you stand out, how you go to market, all the rest of it. That's what I want to be known for. I don't want to be known in general terms. So think about the words that you want people to use as well. For me, it's things like bold, real, caring, connected, smart, funny. Like those are the things that I want people to feel and experience. So this is the other thing, and I've spoken a little bit about this before, is that you can actually craft what people say about you. So if you haven't crafted those words, like if somebody was to be talking about you, what would you ideally love them to say? And what words would you want them to use? And you need to start using those words or you need to start doing things in your business that reflect those words so that it's obvious to them how you want to be described. Don't leave things up to other people. Yeah, obviously the quality of your work and the experience that they have will absolutely impact how they talk about you. But if you have specific things you want them to say, then think about how you use those words in your business and how you talk about yourself, okay? So craft the words you want people to use when it comes to what you wanna be known for. Number two, brand purpose, vision and mission. I talked about this at Confidence Rising, which was about anchoring yourself in the vision of your business and your vision being the compass that helps you to make all of the decisions. That vision needs to be a living, breathing thing. I get really frustrated or annoyed when a vision is something that's on a piece of paper somewhere that someone once wrote a million years ago and they've never looked at again. That is not a living, breathing vision, yeah? You want something that you are absolutely connected to because when you meet people or you work with people who are connected to their vision, you can absolutely tell, okay? And the other thing is, are you talking about your vision? Is that something that people are aware of? Like, what do you want to be in the world? What are you here to do? And if you're not talking about that, my question young lady or young gentleman is why? Why are you not talking about that big vision? My big vision is to reach as many women as possible, like a million women, to help them to break the mold, get out of their own way and play a bigger game. Yeah. And to have fun in the process. That is my big vision for what it is that I want to do. And there's no limit to that. So I would love you to start to talk more about your vision and a little exercise. If you are an action taker, and I hope you are, if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to share on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you hang out on LinkedIn, whatever it is, I want you to share what your big vision is. Like, what are you here to do? Who are you here for? Why are you doing what you do? And I want you to tag me because I want to know what your big vision is. Number three is around your brand values. So how do you want to show up? And I say all the time when I speak, building a bold brand is no longer about just what you do. It's about how you show up. It's if you're connecting with your audience in a real way and in a way that works for them, not just you. How are you living your brand values day in and day out? So I'm going to share a little something with you. I was writing some social captions the other day and I wrote something. And when I wrote it, I actually had to check in with myself and say, because two of my brand values are around honesty and being real 
And I had to ask myself, Suze, are you being real in this post or are you being shallow? Are you saying what you really want or are you just kind of sugarcoating it? Yeah. Is this just fluff or is this an impactful post that you're writing? Like, why are you writing this? And if you're going to write about it, you need to be real. Yeah. So that's my, for those that were at Confidence Rising, that was my inner diva talking to me and calling me out and saying, are you being true to your values? So your values are things that you should be living day in and day out in your business. So they are once again, not words on a piece of paper or on a whiteboard or on a whatever flip chart that you once wrote down. Yeah, they are things that keep you on track and hopefully your audience can feel those values come through in what you do. I've recently had a couple of people that I really respect and I really like, and they've come up to me and they said, Suze, you're just really real. Like I can tell that there's integrity in what you do. And that's really important to me because it's part of my brand values. So I just want you to think about how are you communicating and living the brand values that you are committing to in your business? And how are your audience, your customers, your clients, how are they experiencing those brand values? And how are you checking in? Like what's your check-in point when it comes to those brand values as well? Number four is brand personality and voice. Now we've spoken a little bit about this, so I'm not going to go into it in too much detail, but in episode 53, we talked to Amy from Damn Right about personality driven copy. And we talk about brand voice in that. And then I also did a episode in episode 51 on brand voice, but having a brand personality that people can really connect with means that you will find your people, the people who love you, what you do and get what you're about. So these are the people who want what you have and just love being around you and they respect you and they want to support you and they want to buy from you. So when you can get your brand personality right, as in it's true to you, there is no right or wrong. It's just right for you. And you are something that Erica said at Confidence Rising as well, you are being your fully expressed self. That is when you will really start to grow your business and settle into what it is that you're doing because people can see that you're being you. You are loving what you're doing, which is part of being, you know, that confidently bold branding. You don't have to pretend to be something that you're not. And everything that you do is consistent because it's truly you. So really working out what your brand personality and voice is. And I think that that's such a great question. If you are being your fully expressed self, no holes barred, no restrictions and filtering on who you are and what you do and how you say things, would it be different to what your brand is now? Number five is brand positioning. So this is where you want to position yourself in the market. And I always say, you know what you'll get if you go to Kmart and you'll know what you get when you go to Chanel. Yeah, they have positioned themselves very differently in the market and people will come 
to you and your socials and your website and they will make a judgment call on where they think that you see yourself in the market and where you're positioning yourself. And all of the things that we've talked about, which is around your values, what you want to be known for, your brand personality. We're going to talk about visual brand as well. Like all of these things contribute to whether when I look at you and what you do, and the language that you use, what I expect your price to be and how I assess or perceive the quality of the work that you do. So a lot of people haven't done this, yeah, which is a deliberate look at what their brand position is in the market. Uh, And I've spoken about this before on a couple of different trainings is that when I first started and I was looking at women in business events, I looked at all of the other women in business networks and businesses to take a look at where they were positioning themselves on quality, price, uh, you know, demographic, who were they targeting, what were they after, and where was I positioning myself? Like, where was I clearly wanting to be in the market? Am I a business chicks? Am I a She Will Shine? Am I a Saw Collective? Am I a business in heels? Like I'm none of them. Yeah. So when it came to the connection exchange and the work that we were doing with women in business, where did I want to position myself? And I think that it, it is a good exercise. It's not about comparisonitis. It's not about comparing. Yeah. It is really about how you want to be seen in the market against other people that are potentially doing the same thing as you. The next thing, number six, is around your visual brand. So your visual brand will play a big part in your positioning as well, because whether you like it or not, we make really quick decisions based on what we see and what quality we think something is. So thinking about how your visual brand tells your story, reflects your personality that we've just talked about, needs to be unapologetically fully expressed you and engages the right audience is really important. I know really quickly who I think is going to get my brand personality if I'm working with service-based providers, yeah, and who I think I could work well with. And they don't have to mirror my visual brand. So don't get me wrong, you know, I was talking about this as well, that you can be beige and bold and awesome, yeah? So it is the quality of the product and it is the quality of the work that you do. But your visual brand does give somebody an immediate impression of what you're like. So I think that like everybody, when I first started out in my business, geez, when I look back on my first website, wow, what a mess. Yeah. But obviously over time it's evolved. So I just want to say to you, if you are not a hundred percent in love with your visual brand, you'll get there. I would highly recommend that you spend the time and if you've got the money to be able to do it. But I also want to say that I have DIY'd my brand for a really long time. I was just really clear on what I wanted it to be and how I wanted it to look. But I am literally in the middle of doing a visual brand refresh with The Who, uh, design and photography. And so I'm excited. It's, It's the first time that I'm having sort of my overarching business visual brand developed. Uh, I have had my courses in the past, 
branding for that developed as well by Leanne from Orico, uh, which has always been awesome too. But I just think do what you can, but when you can invest in your visual brand, I think that it's worth doing because it'll just help you have really clear consistency across all of your platforms and channels. It will hopefully be a really true reflection of you and how you want to show up in the world. And it makes a big difference to your confidence when it comes to your marketing as well. Number seven is brand awareness. Now, brand awareness is about how many people know about you, yeah? Are you reaching your audience and are you continuing to build your audience? I think that's something that I've seen is that some people are like, well, I have my audience um, and, you know, I've got word of mouth and I get repeat clients and all of that is awesome. But what I am also seeing and conversations that I've had with some people in my community Uh, is that sometimes they burn their audience out. So you've got this great, amazing audience who buy what you have and they love what you do. But if you are only marketing to them again and again and again, you are going to burn them out. So your brand awareness and investing time and money in your branding and marketing to grow your brand awareness is something that's really important. Don't burn your audience out. Don't burn your list out. Don't burn your social audience out and your followers. Like you have to be constantly growing your audience if you're wanting to grow your business. Now, if you're wanting to potentially stay the same size and just continue to do what you're doing, then maybe you can just leave things as they are if you do have word of mouth and repeat business. But if you want to grow your audience and you want to grow your revenue, then you have to look at how you are investing your marketing dollars in building brand awareness around what you do, who you are, and how you serve your clients. Do not leave that to chance. And I think a lot of people don't always look at that. Number eight is around brand loyalty. So obviously we were just talking about brand awareness and repeat customers. So when it comes to brand loyalty, saying that, obviously, you know, making sure that you're fostering brand loyalty with your clients that keep coming back is really important. So rewarding those word of mouth people, surprising and delighting your customers, continuing to give them great value and showing up and continuing to connect with them. Yeah, that loyalty, as they always say, it's easier to keep a client than it is to get a new one. So whilst you want to continue to grow your audience and build that brand awareness, really fostering that relationship with the customers that you have and having a clear intention and strategy around it is really important. I have, and I love some of the people that I've worked with, and I'm not even talking about in the service-based business, like in other things, where I've referred massive, I'm talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars type of business to them. And I love them, but at no point have I ever had a thank you from them. And I do kind of think, oh, that's a shame. Like it wouldn't cost anything just to say thank you, send a card, things like that. So really reward people that are out there spruiking your wares. You know, don't take them for granted and think about what is my loyalty system program? What are the little things that I want to do? And like I said, they don't have to cost a lot. Something that I do really love, and I'm not sure if I've spoken about before, is send out cards. So um, dear 
who is one of the gorgeous ladies in my community. I've been on send out cards for a while, but it just means I'm really bad at getting to the post office. I'm just going to admit it. Uh, and you can write a, you can design your own card. You can upload photos. You can uh, use a lot of their funky designs, which is great. And then you can write your message and use whatever font you want. So if you want to use handwriting and I use that a lot because I send out really individual and personal messages to people that I've worked with as well as the handwritten cards with gifts and things like that. But I think you've just got to look at what are easy ways for you to continue to connect with your audience and build that loyalty and show your appreciation. Number nine is around brand experience. Now, Now, we actually did have an episode on customer experience and the customer journey with Louise Griffith. It was episode 56. So if you want to go and check that out, you can. And all of the episodes that I'm talking about will be in the show notes linked up so you can check them out. But brand experience is obviously really looking at from the minute that somebody finds you through to them working with you, paying you and it all wrapping up, what is the experience that they're having and how are you crafting that experience and how are you actually mapping it out and saying, okay, so when somebody finds me on Instagram, how am I engaging with them? Is it easy for them to find out how to work with me? Like, how are you making it easy for your customers to engage, engage you, work with you, pay you, refer you, all the rest of it. And so really taking time to look at that brand experience and craft it out, I think is really important. And I think a lot of people, once again, leave this to chance. And all of these entwine, like everything that I'm talking to you about today, it all goes hand in hand. You know, having a really clear mission connects with people's values and your brand values, which also then feeds into the brand experience that people have. You know, like everything here is intertwined. So I would really love you to sit down and work out all of the touch points that your customers have when they come to you or when they find you before you've even noticed them, before you've connected with them. What are they experiencing? And next week, we're going to be talking about eight questions to ask yourself when you are going through that customer experience. So I'm going to dive into that a whole lot deeper next week as well in the podcast. And number 10, what is, and nobody talks about this, what is your brand promise? What are you hand on heart promising your clients or your customers that they will get if they come and work with you? You know, what is it that you know that you can help them with, that you can support them with? How can you impact their life, their business, whatever it is? What is that brand promise that you are making? And actually thinking about and working out what that brand promise is. If you come and work with me, this is what I will do for you. This is what I am committed to. And this is what I will do everything, move heaven and earth, do whatever I need to, to make sure you experience what is that brand promise that you're making and where are you sharing that brand promise? Yeah. When it comes to my students in Brand Builders Academy, I will try and do whatever I can to help them to move forward. I will think about collaborations they can have. I will think about their neon signs. Like you have no idea how many mornings I've been in the shower 
thinking about what somebody's neon sign is or how they can reposition their brand or what else they can be doing. Like I think about it all the time. I think about my students and my customers all the time. And I send notes like months and months after I've worked with them going, how did you go with that? What happened with this? Where are you at with that? Is there anything else that you need help with? And for me, my brand promise is that what I will do whatever I can. If you do the work, let me just put that caveat in there. If you show up and you do the work, I will do everything in my power to help you to achieve whatever it is your heart truly desires. Whatever it is you want to build for yourself and for your brand and for your business, I will think of whatever I can and do whatever I can to help you to do that. And that's my brand promise to you. I will show up and I will be there for you. Yeah. So those are the 10 things that I want you to be thinking about when it comes to how you build a connected brand. What do you want to be known for? Give your audience the words. What is your brand purpose, your vision and your mission? Share it and tag me. I want to know it. What are your brand values and how are they keeping you accountable on a daily basis when it comes to what you do and how you engage with your customers? What is your unfiltered, fully expressed brand personality and voice and how are you using it to seriously engage, attract and connect with your audience and your customers? Where are you positioning your brand in the market? And is everything that you're doing, giving your customers and your audience a really clear understanding about where you position yourself, how much you charge, what you do. When I look at you, is am I seeing that or am I seeing something different? A really quick example, years ago, I had somebody that came to me who was a premium, was saying they were a premium service in a very exclusive space. And when I went to their websites and their socials, I did not see that. And first impressions were that they would be either fairly cheap or the quality of what they were doing would not be very good. That's all changed now, but that is what I'm talking about when I talk about brand positioning. And your visual brand plays into all of that. Your professional photos, the way that you show up, the way that you have consistency across all of your platforms. Number seven was brand awareness. Don't burn out your list. Don't burn out your current customers. Don't expect people that have worked with you before to constantly be coming back and working with you. And obviously them coming back and working with you is what you want to encourage them to do through brand loyalty and building that brand loyalty, but just don't always expect it. Have a contingency plan where you are constantly building your brand awareness, reaching new people, reaching new audiences so that you become oversubscribed and overbooked so that you are not always looking for customers, but they are coming to you. So brand awareness, brand loyalty, brand experience, map it out, decide how you want people to experience you and that you're giving them a good experience and make sure that If there's any issues, you're ironing them out as quickly as possible because brand experience is also about responding and fixing problems and issues and not putting your head in the sand when those things happen. And the last one that nobody talks about is your brand promise. What are you promising your customers and how are you telling them what that promise is? So that is my 10 tips for today. I 
hope that it's helped you. I hope it's given you something to think about. I hope that it has created awareness around things that you may not have thought about or may not have invested the time, money, effort in. And that is what I'm here to do is to bring awareness to how you build a bold and connected brand. So that is it for this week. Make sure that if you want to dive deeper into this, that you go over and check out theconnectexchange.com forward slash BBA and come and join Brand Builders Academy on this update that we're doing. And I'm super excited to be diving into it. There's going to be so many extras and I'm going to be having so much fun. And I don't know if I mentioned it before, but basically now everything else that happens within the Connection Exchange outside of our breakfast events and things like that, you'd need to be a BBA graduate to get in on things like retreats and get in on things like the membership that's coming up and get in on exclusive events for my BBA graduates. And the reason that I decided to do that is because I was getting questions from a lot of different people about stuff that I cover in BBA. And I just thought, oh my gosh, it would be so much easier if everybody went through BBA and then they would have all their questions answered. And then I'm really just helping them to then implement and up level and think bigger, be bolder, play bigger. Uh, So that is the reason why I've done that. So I would love to see you there. If you've got any questions about Brand Builders Academy, then let me know. This podcast is going live on Thursday, the 12th of September, 2019, which is the week that BBA opens. It is going to be open for the next two weeks, but you need to get in quick to grab the bonuses that are available. Anyway, that is it for another week. I hope that whatever you're doing this week, you're having a good one. And as always, thanks so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. I would love you. I've got to, I'm going to give myself another little goal. I would love to get to 100 reviews on the podcast by the end of the year. So that's three months. I've got 41 at the moment. So you can work that out. I need 59. Uh, So I would love you to go and leave a review if you get value out of this podcast. And, you know, if you're going to go leave a one-star review, then you can do that. It won't make me happy, but, you know, (laughs) I would love you to leave a five-star review. That would be awesome. But thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, then share it with your community and followers. And obviously you can follow me on all platforms at Suze Chadwick. If you listen to this and you get a lot out of it and you do any of the things that we talked about today, then do tag me at Suze Chadwick. Come hang out with me in stories. But until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.